Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Tuesday, the 18th of August. Uh, and in the news today, the uh, Wellington Phoenix um, I lose two players for the finals. Um, Rain, the winner on the day. We have updates on the North-South game. Uh, the uh, NBA finals have started. Uh, team Smoothie stay first, but the leaders narrowed in the Winter Games NZ. Um, Scott Dixon has qualified for the Indy 500. Uh, more players pull out of the US Open. Yes, uh, this is your way, your best way to start the day up to speed with all of the important sports news here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Don't forget, we come to you at 7 a.m. every single morning um, to uh, bring you up to speed. Uh, let's kick off with the football and the uh, Phoenix have lost two players for the finals. Uh, unfortunately, um, Gary Hooper, uh, forward Gary Hooper, um, has uh, won't be getting over his hamstring injury um, that um, he uh, picked up against Brisbane Raw uh, back on the 5th of August. And defender Tim Payne, um, also who suffered a hamstring injury during practice and he hasn't played any games since the restart, um, also will not recover in time. So both of those players are heading home. Um, Payne back to New Zealand and Hooper back to the UK. Um, and uh, don't forget, we yes, we have one more game in, in the um, uh, the A League before the finals kick off, and that is on Wednesday evening between Sydney FC and Western United FC. Uh, I'm going to hand you over now to Austin, who's going to take us through our well extensive, um, long and in detailed cricket update. Yes, good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners on the interweb. And yes, very extensive it shall be. This is like as Paul has related said. In the headlines, rain the winner on the day. No surprises as the England-Pakistan second test ended in a predictable draw. But there was enough time for Zach Crawley to build confidence with a 53 and play with play finally getting away on the fifth day after tea. So what was the point? I don't know, but they did. They got away uh, under just after tea. 
they got through approximately 40 overs before the match was called off. Mohammad Rizwan was named player of the match after his 72 in the Pakistan's first innings. Now they'll do it all again at the same venue for the third test starting on Friday. And let's hope the sun comes out to watch that game. And it will be a very quick review of the second test on swinging from the hips on Thursday at 8pm this week. Now, there's all sorts of goings on in cricket South Africa. Chris Nenzani has stepped down as the CSA president, Cricket South Africa president. He left hours after sacking of its chief operating officer, Nasai Apaia. And the day before, the men's national squad was going to get together in a cultural camp. On top of these movements, Clive Eckstein was dismissed in June and is taking CSA to court over that decision. But wait, there's more. Suspended CEO Thabang Moreau with, met with CSA uh, last week, but they were unable to come to uh, resolution on that situation, so that carries on as well. So a right big royal mess in cricket South Africa at that board level and management level going on at the moment. And later today, the CPL, the Caribbean Premier League, will get underway. It will be a quiet affair compared to previous editions, uh, with no crowds at the games, and all of the games will be played at just two venues. Chris Gales, T20's leading run-getter and six-hitter, who had moved from the Zooks to the Talwas, will be a no-show for family reasons. And also just a reminder that the IPL will get, away, get underway on September 19th. And Paul... That's our cricket news for today. Thank you, Ashwin. I must admit, much more than I was expecting when I was thinking it was going to be. Well, yes, it was heavy rain, followed by a bit of light rain, and then some heavy rain that saw off the day. <laughs> it was a bit more than that. And the covers got a good showing on television. Oh, good, good. Um, uh, Stephen, let's hope it doesn't rain on people's birthdays today. I think we might be having some rain. Looks a bit grey out there this morning, everybody. But uh, nevertheless, good morning, everybody. There are birthdays today, and if you're having a birthday today, I'm wishing you a very, very happy birthday. But our focus this morning are on these three people: a former women's hockey player who competed at the uh, 1984 Los Angeles Olympics, a 1996 Summer Olympian, and finally, an all-white who plays in the major soccer league in the USA. And that's where we'll kick things off this morning. Literally, Michael Boxall, born at this day, the 18th of August, 1988, is a New Zealand footballer who currently plays for Minnesota United in Major League Soccer and the New Zealand national football team. Boxall has represented New Zealand at various international levels. His debut with the national setup was with the junior All-Whites under-20s, in which he made 14 appearances with no goals. During this time, he appeared in the 2007 Under-20 World Cup OFC qualifying tournament and ultimately the 2007 FIFA Under-20 World Cup. He played in all three Under-20 World Cup games before New Zealand were knocked out. Moving right along, Jonathan Winter, born this day, the 18th of August 1971 in Masterton, is a member of the Ngai Tahu Māori tribe and former backstroke swimmer from New Zealand who competed at the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta, United States for his native country. And finally, Susan or Sue McLeish, born this day, the 18th of August 1954, is a retired field hockey 
player from New Zealand who was a member of the national team that finished sixth at the 1984 Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. She was born in Whangarei. There you go. No rugby players today. Back to you, Paul. Be back with shortly with uh, League News. No rugby players, eh? Wow. Uh, so uh, there you go, folks. Um, yes, we cover. We try and cover all sports, not um, just uh, here, yeah, not just rugby. Uh, and don't forget, yes, you can join us in the live chat here on New Zealand Sports Radio with the uh, morning sports briefing over on um, our Facebook page. So, good morning to Nicola, uh, who has uh, joined us today. Um, moving on then to the uh, rugby news uh, and the North South. Um, team squads will be announced at midday today. Uh, they were originally planning on getting together and training in Auckland, um, but uh, that um, has uh, uh, the, 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 obviously the COVID has put a, a stop to that, um, and they will uh, be meeting and training uh, down in Wellington. Uh, obviously, uh, New Zealand rugby is going through the government processes to uh, get exemptions for players who are based within. Uh, the level three area um, to get out for that. Um, they're still planning to go ahead with the game in Auckland, um, but have a contingency plan to play the game in Wellington. Uh, they're planning to make a decision on Friday uh, when a government gives an, when the government gives an update on what um, the plans are for the uh, uh, well, for the COVID levels. Also, uh, with Super Rugby Altera having finished, um, we got together last night on the driving mall show and came up with our super rugby outer 15 um so if you want to check that out uh, i've posted it on uh, the uh, uh, on our facebook page so yes the new zealand sports radio official super rugby outer 15 um, has been posted up there and you can listen to our discussions around that um with either on uh, the uh, on high heart radio spotify uh, iTunes, just search for New Zealand Sports Radio and download the podcast. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen, who is going to take over the, it's going to take us through, sorry, um, the NRL update. Oh, thank, thank you, Paul. Well, there's one major story around this morning. We know all the sacrifices the Warriors have uh, made in uh, 2020 to make the NRL happen, but uh, guess what? The Warriors are now in sponsorship strife with the league informing the club. Vodafone can no longer be its naming rights sponsor, reports the New Zealand Herald. Vodafone has sponsored the Warriors for the past 22 years and still has two more years on its current contract. But it has been informed that the deal can no longer go on in its current guise due to telecommunications exclusivity clause in favour of Telstra. The NRL's major sponsor, Telstra, has reportedly, reportedly had this right since 2015. The New Zealand Herald reports that Vodafone will not be involved with the club in any shape if it does not retain the naming rights, meaning the Warriors could be seeking more than $1 million a season walkout of the door. The Warriors have been advised their naming rights deal with us is a conflict with the game wide rights of Telstra, the publication quoted a Vodafone insider. The NRL aren't going to grant an exemption beyond the current season. All they offered was a derisory non-naming rights option as an alternative. We're gutted. The NRL has told us our name isn't welcome. This is 
this feels like another example of the Warriors getting the rough end of the stick. Signs the Warriors sponsorship deal was in danger first appeared when the NRL demanded the club that took down the Vodafone branded goalposts protectors at the training ground in Gosford. The NRL's acting chief executive, Andrew Abdo, told the New Zealand Herald the situation was unfortunate. Wow. Telstra has been the naming rights partner of the Premiership for a long period of time and invests significantly in the game. Abdo was quoted, quoted, all clubs benefit from this investment. He claimed the NRL had been working with the Warriors for years around the conflict of interest and that exists in its sponsorship deal. It's unfortunate that the Warriors and Vodafone had not been able to come up with a mutually beneficial solution despite the NRL working closely on a potential options to try and retain Vodafone as a partner for the Warriors. Warriors. So what an interesting story. I just kind of wondered when the uh, Warriors negotiated to stay in this competition for 2020, maybe they should try to have negotiated this particular piece in um, pretty much what they were trying to achieve at the end of the day. I do, do feel a little bit for them, but it wouldn't be the same, not calling the uh, Warriors Vodaf or the Vodafone Warriors. The anymore. mighty so, Vodafone Warriors. Yeah, the <laughs> mighty Vodafone Warriors. I mean, to say, uh, maybe the, you know, I don't even think the Mad Butcher's got enough money to probably, uh, maybe they can call them the Mad Butcher Warriors or something like that. Yeah. I don't, it, it, would I really, be, it'd be just, it would be just, wouldn't it, if they, with the, the biggest supporter um, being the naming right sponsor. Really crazy, yeah. They've got... <laughs> You do think that the Mad Butcher has to go for the Butcher Boys down in uh, uh, um, Wanganui. Wanganui, yes. Uh, so the Mad Butcher Boys would be a much better uh, sponsorship. I know he's so done. He's done. A, he's done a lot of sponsorship at at local level. I know with the local clubs in uh, in uh, Auckland here, I, I suppose. And uh, just one other quick uh, league story as well. Obviously, Kevin Proctor. We spoke about him yesterday on a biting charge. He's looking to fight that particular charge. Uh, uh, moving forward, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, and that's very much it in terms of uh, league stories today. Look out for it's team naming Tuesday for all the NRL clubs for the upcoming games in round 15. Thanks, guys, and I'll be back tomorrow. And do join us on Wednesday evening at 8 pm for the standoff show where they'll be going through all of the uh, NRL uh, and uh, Super League um, news. Guess we get a rugby league fix then, um, and this evening. Do join us for the basketball show um, at 8 p.m. that Daniel will take us through. And this finals have have started um, this uh, uh, today. Currently, we have the first game being played. It's into the third quarter um, there with uh, between the Jazz and the Nuggets. The Nuggets went out to an early lead in the first quarter. But in the third quarter, um, the Jazz have fought back and it is currently 70 all. Uh, in that one. So it looks like it's going to be a cracker of a game to start their series um, over there. Um, the uh, um, Steve Adams uh, Thunder will be taking on the Rockets uh, and uh, they'll start their series tomorrow um, at 10.30 a.m. Um, I say do join us this evening for the basketball show um, at 8 p.m. where Daniel will take you through all of that. Moving on then to the Winter Games uh, NZ that's happening down in the South Island. Um, they had the park jam yesterday um, and Team Smoothie uh, did hold on to their lead. Um, they've got on with 360 points, but uh, Team 
Kuzma closed it up to, with, to just a top 20 point gap on 340 points. And Team Wells, yes, trailing at the moment on 240 points. But they have played their Joker card for um, the Mountain Shred. Uh, and the Mountain Shred has still to be judged. So uh, Team Wells could definitely um, get back into this um, uh, if uh, depending on the outcome of uh, the uh, that event. So yes, keep your eyes, folks, on the Winter Games NZ. Uh, you can follow all the action on their Facebook page. Um, over to the IndyCar then, and Scott Dixon has put himself in a good position um, for the Indianapolis 500 by by, um, blah, 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 by qualifying second on the grid um, behind Marco Andretti. Uh, he was only denied by Marco Andretti, who made the final run of the day. So um, that's looking good for the Indy 500 this coming um, weekend. The um, Moving on to the tennis then, and uh, world number two, Simona uh, Halep has pulled out of the US Open. Um, she joins uh, the defending champion Bianca uh, Andriscu. Um, and uh, world number one, Ashley Barty, Batty, um, by pulling out of that event, along with Alina Zvitsola, uh, Kiki Burtons, and um, Belinda Benick um, will all be missing. The six out of the top 10 will be missing from the, the US Open. Um, Serena Williams uh, will be there, along with Naomi Osaka um, and um, Sophia uh, Kenin, uh, as, and um, also. Um, Carolina um, Plisovka um, uh, will be uh, playing in that event. So yes, um, uh, some some issues. So, so yeah, it's going to be definitely a reduced field for the U.S. Open um, this year. You have now started the day the best way, up to speed with all of the important sports news. They're going to join us at seven a.m. every single morning for the morning sports briefing. Uh, and also, if uh, you can't ca don't, don't catch us live, you can listen to the recording um, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, um, all those are wonderful places. Just search for um, New Zealand Sports Radio. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.